Check out We Are Calvin football podcast in association with McAvoy's Super Value, Virginia. Real food, real people. Try Super Value's own range in store today. Quality products at one third the price of branded labels. McAvoy Super Value, Virginia. Supporting local. We are Cavan Podcast. Because Cavan's not just a place, it's a people. Good afternoon ladies and gentlemen and welcome to another edition of the McAvoy Super Value GA podcast on wearecavan.com. On this week's show we're going to be looking ahead to a busy weekend in the Hotel Kilmore Senior and Intermediate Championship as I'm joined by Paul Fitzpatrick, sports editor with the Anglo-Celt to look ahead to all eight of the quarterfinals. Paul, it's uh, there's a joy when Cavan are playing but there's something beautiful about club championship getting into the heat of it. Yeah, this is the big one, Damien. Yeah. We've got 10 big knockout matches. This is a real championship now. There's no, there's no second chances. We've got four senior quarterfinals, four intermediate quarterfinals, two uh, junior semifinals, and then you've got a load of underage finals as well. So absolutely jam-packed weekend of, of action coming up. It is indeed. And just to let our listeners know, on the subscription podcast, we will be previewing the uh, the College Craft Bakery Junior Championship semi-finals were joined by Kildallan manager Terence Reynolds to uh, to look ahead to those two games, and we'll also be joined by Alan O'Mara, former Cavan uh, number one. Um, all the way from New York where he's picked up a, a senior championship but we'll give you a wee taste uh, for those who haven't already subscribed of, of Alan O'Mara live from New York You know, to have kind of someone that you know you trust that you respect and get on well with to have that kind of in the middle of of all this in in the city it's it's really comforting and something that certainly helped make my six months um, a lot more enjoyable here, here was having him and he was phenomenal for the team and in my opinion he's a phenomenal footballer and anyone that's seen him playing with Cavan Gales will 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 attest to that and he obviously Rob would have played with Cavan as well for a number of years but Rob's very career focused he, he won't mind me saying that um, and even to get him out playing out here had its challenges but I was on to him a couple of times and I'm delighted he did it um, he said he's just uh, he's smashing a bit of stuff he's a great player and he's been a huge part of us of us getting that win because it's <laughs> the one the one odd part of it is obviously yeah you're wearing the Longford colours but uh, <laughs> it's that wasn't something you grow up dreaming of but I said it, it's the Longford is the jersey here and there's a huge affiliation with Longford with the club um, but I said it's it becomes more than that football out here it's, it's kind of a, a little kind of family or a home way from home where you've got boys from different counties from all over Ireland like there would have been so the guts of half our team was Longford, but there would have been myself and Rob, there were some dubs, there was a couple of our ma guys. Um. So if you want to hear that full interview with Alan O'Mara, Amo the Cat, um, get on to um, patreon.com forward slash we are Cavan. Thanks very much to the subscribers who've already um, made their, their patronage to We Are Cavan's podcast. It's only the diehards, as we say. No Monaghan, Mead, Roscommon or Fermanagh. We don't like them either. We're going to just stick with Cavan people and Cavan diehards, Paul. What do you think? Yeah, definitely. How much is it, Damien? Uh, it's $5 a month. 
Um, so I, I thought you've already subscribed. You know this. <laughs> you, you, you're playing all guy there. You, you've already joined up the the the, the, the diehard following. Five five dollars a month, um, less than the price of a pint in copper. So it's uh, it's it, it's very very good value. And look at if you don't like it, then you can you can unsubscribe at any stage at all. Um, and uh, we gave them back the money anyway. We gave them eight months membership already. Yeah, and we're going to try to. So I I, I was thinking now, and this is me. I, I put it up on taking my own Facebook page, but. It's the only podcast that's actually making you money. Yeah, it's making you money, no doubt. No <laughs> Literally, doubt. it's only if the people listen to the podcast, they will be wealthier than they were before they listened to it. Yeah. So what we're talking about is the bet of the week. <laughs> so it started last week, and we started with ten euro in the kitty, yeah. and we're going to keep going and see can we build up a run in total. So last week we said we put the whole lot of the kitty on, what we felt was a rock solid seven to two. It was a three point eight to one bet. It came in, so our run in total now is forty eight euro. So we're going to be here tomorrow evening with another tip for the weekend to try and increase that that tally. So it's as you say, it's making you money. Yeah, exactly. So that's just for our subscription uh, listeners on Patreon.com forward slash We Are Cavan. Getting on to the business of the Hotel Kilmore Senior Championship. Um, looking at, we'll start off on Saturday evening. I think it is in Kiligary, Lavi against Lacken. Um, now I'm I'm not great at remembering odds, but we were discussing this earlier on. But Lacken are are way outsiders here. No, um, the, sorry, Lacken are favourites. Sorry, Lavi are outsiders. Yeah, Lavi are two to one. Now I, I don't think that price will last very long because I think the the bookies have priced that one up wrong. You know, I I think it's a fifty fifty game. It's fifty fifty game. It should be even money each side or thereabouts. Mm. But the bookies fancy fancy Lacken, and I suppose a lot of that is based on Lavi's. Um, defeat or sorry narrow win against Sherco which felt a bit like a loss to me even though they won sometimes a win feels like a loss you know and sometimes you, you, a loss feels like a win when you're hammered by Calvin Gales yeah yeah true <laughs> it, 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 to it, the it, it got it got lacking through um, that 24 point loss but it's going to be hard to come back from that so, so the, uh, what I think this game comes down to really is um is where the scores come from. Lacken have a very limited spread of scores. Their scores come from, for the most part, um, Niall McKernan, Thomas Galligan and Raymond Galligan. They account for 90% of their scores. Three exceptional players. The rest of the team, good ballers in different positions, but mainly they're very hard-working sides, or hard-working players. And, you know, you, t- you take um, Raymond Galligan out, out of the team against Good Hill, they scored seven points. You take Niall McKernan off after five minutes and Raymond Gallagher out of the team against Calvin Gales, they scored seven points. So like that's poor scoring, 14 points in the last two championship games. And and to go in against a team like Lavi as favourites, I can't understand it. I, I think that um, Lacken have a bit of an injury crisis. They'll be expecting to get someone back. Ward is Niall McKernan will be fit to play. But I spoke to a Lacken supporter last night and he said that when he went off, it looked bad. And a hamstring, as you know yourself, Damien, Nobody comes back from a hamstring after a week. Yeah, well, I, 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 I'm just opening up the phone here because I was in contact with somebody from Lacken to find out would James Galligan, Ray Galligan, or or Niall be fit to play? And the word I'm literally after getting back as we as we come on air here is no, probably not. So if the three of them are missing against Lavi, you have to expect Lavi to win that. Oh yeah, you, you would you would expect it. Now Lavi have have a widespread of scores in that. Um, well, Ray Galligan's going to be back. I think that's certain. Ray came on the last day, and what I heard was he, he possibly would have been fit to start with the, the rest of them. But um, Lavi have a widespread of scores. So you take the likes of Jerry Smith, he got 1 1 there um, against Kiligari. He, got, he scored again against Shercock. Jerry's going to come up from halfback and get you some scores. Chris Conroy is going to get you a few frees and possibly a couple from play and 45s. Mm-hmm. 
Chris Conroy is one of the top scorers. Definitely the highest scoring defender in the county at the minute. Uh, he's got six on his back. And he's playing six. And he's playing six. Yeah, yeah. Shane Tierney, like, I mean, he's been lighting up the championship. He, he had a bug last Sunday and woke up feeling very sick and was as white as a sheet, uh, seemingly, when he showed up for the game. And they weren't, he was certainly wasn't fit to start. But by Daz, was it? <laughs> yeah. And then. Uh, yeah, they're going to get you scores. Stephen Jordan is going to get you a point or two from wing back. He always does. Um, Carl Duke is going to get you a couple of points. So there's a wide range of scores there. Gilcrease is usually good for a couple of points. Darren Monaghan possibly won't start, um, but can come on and get you a couple of points. And Dara Connolly, wing forward, again, they're not prolific, but they yeah, generally but score most games. Dara didn't play against Shercock. Dara Connolly was uh, suspended. Was he was sent off against Kilgarry, but he'll right. be back. So... I think Lavi are looking looking quite good here, and I think while Lacken will be glad to get Lavi because they avoided, um, you know, the, the so-called big guns. Um, Lavi La- just happy to get Lacken. Mm. Like Lavi were in the championship semi-final a couple of years ago. Now the only thing I will say is Lavi have only lost. I, I think I'm right in saying this. Let me think. Lavi have only lost three championship matches in three years, but they find it very hard to win games. Like Lavi have, they drew three games last year. They drew one game this year. You know, so is the glass half full or half empty? That's the question with Lavi. But I, I like to look at him, and I think that you know Tierney, Duke, Conroy, um, Smith, the top operators, Gilcrease on the county panel this year going well. The goalkeeper Connor Martin hasn't put a foot wrong. Um, you know, I th- I I fancy will, Lavi. Will Killigary suit Lavi more than Lacken? It's a big pitch, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, like you'd imagine, it will. There's not a lot, there's not a huge amount of pace in the lack. Like, like, people are going to think I'm running lack in there, and I'm not. I'm not. You have uh, to go out there for dinner every Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I really would love to see lack win in this championship. Like I have a lot of friends in lack as well, but um, and in laws. But uh, what are you laughing at? <laughs> <laughs> just just the fact that I can pitch for dinner next Sunday. <laughs> what are you saying about our lacking? <laughs> Yeah, how the game goes Saturday as well. Yeah, I think I think um, Lacken they've just got the injuries at the wrong time. They started the league like a house on fire. Like I think they won the first five matches. Then they went they went something like seven games to their win. And David Wilson, like such an outstanding defender, mm. he was probably the one player they didn't want to lose because they've cover. In other, funnily enough, they even have cover for those big men around the middle because there's a few of them. You could maybe cope with losing a James Galligan or a Thomas Galligan or a Niall McKernan or even a Ray Galligan. Um, but but they lost too many. You know, Killing Gallagher played the last day, but he wasn't back at full fitness because he hadn't played in ages with injury. Just the injuries they've picked up, it's a lot. And and Wilson's loss as well. So I, I think that after Wilson Wilson um, was absent and they were missing, for, they lost. I think they didn't win for about seven games. Now they bounced back and they had a good draw at Rammer and um, they had a, a a good win against Kingscourt. And grounded out against Good Hill, like on a, in a real poor game, and then well beaten the last day. So it's going to be a big ass for lacking the bounce back. But the thing was well beaten when they had nothing to play for, and it, it was evident in in the motivation wasn't high. Give us your call. So going on the information that you have at this moment in time, it, there won't be much in it. And I have heard a couple of lacking ones saying they wouldn't really to draw, and I wouldn't either. Um, and they're, they're teams that don't have much history. You know, they haven't. Lavi haven't been in Division One of the league the last couple of years. They're not. They're not like we'll say the Gales and mm. and Lacken who who play each other every second week. But I, on everything I, I I know, I've got to say Lavi. Yeah, I can't. I can't disagree with you. I've changed your mind. I, I tipped Lacken in the paper, but I've changed your mind. 
Yeah, you see, that's, that's, the, that's the problem with the paper, Paul. You, that has to go to print on Tuesday, and there's so much more information available by the time it comes around to the podcast. Yeah, well, that's it. You're getting texts right up to the minute, like you there. Well, that's exactly it, yeah. Thanks thanks to my um, my secret source out in Lacken <laughs> for the information. But yeah, I, I'd agree with you. I think if, if Lacken are missing even two out of those three players, for me, it's it's a lavy victory, I, I, I'd imagine. And if they're not missing them, it's going to be very close. It's going to be very, very close. Moving on then to Saturday evening at half five in Muller, it's Castleran against Kings Court. Again, maybe maybe you call this one first, or give me your thoughts on this one first. I, 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 I you're very confident that Castleran will win this. I'm confident Castleran will win, but Kings Court are a hard team to beat. Yeah, and again, I haven't. I've seen. Um, I haven't actually seen Kings Court this year. Um, or Castleran, so I'm, I'm actually going on 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 all secondhand information. But where, where you're telling me that Kingscourt are hard to beat, they're hard to beat traditionally in Championship. But I also listened to you on on Sunday gone by telling me that I don't like the way you said that. I listened to you. Oh, I, I listen, did listen, I listen to, to your shade. <laughs> but it it was it was you saying how they how Crushlaw missed shots from twenty meters out and missed them as as wide as they were as close to goal. Yeah. So. I don't think Castlerahan's going to do that. I think Castlerahan's going to score the chances that they create or score a, a high percentage of them. Um, I think Castlerahan played the final game knowing that they were already through, getting getting some game time into David Ritt and a few other players as well, and you know still not terribly weakened in the side to the point of of that they could be well bet. You know they, they it was a last minute goal that beat them so. Um, they rested Mackie, they rested Flanagan, they rested Sean Brady, I think as no, well. No, Sean Brady played, but they they brought Jamie Leahy into goals and they rested Paul Lukey. Paul Lukey, sorry. So you know, it, it, they didn't they didn't put their hand their best hand out to beat Ballinia. No. Um, for me, Castle Rahan are still you know as in it's them and Calvin Gale's championship to lose at this point. Um, I, I just I, I don't see where Kingscourt are going to get the scores to beat them they're over reliant on Barry Riley to get them scores yep I agree uh, if I was over the Kingscourt team I would play Joe Dillon full forward and leave him there because Joe Dillon can get goals yeah Joe Dillon's a goal scorer and I think that um, the Castrahan defence is not the most physical they're, they're good on the front foot o- Ocean Cairns in player of the year territory there he's playing yeah. out of his skin uh, but on, on the front foot you know coming up the field got three points against Balanya three against um Rammer as well, which phenomenal scoring for a defender. But and Paul Lukey, of course, brilliant ball player attacking out of defence and the Flanagan the same, although he he wore seven but played corner forward the last day. But the full back line, while it's a good full back line, you've Endo O'Connell in there, you've got Stephen Cooney, Fergal Riley, natural defenders. I wonder how they cope with, with a high onslaught of, of high ball into the square. I know they struggle with Edo Cole and obviously Joe Dillon's not not the height of Edo, but He's still he's still a good man in the air, and he knows how to get goals. Like he got a great goal against Lacken. I remember him scoring four goals in one match against Kilishandra yeah. in the championship a couple of years ago. Great goal scorer, goals win games. I wouldn't rule out Kingscourt entirely on that basis, but I just think that they're physically strong up the middle uh, as far as midfield, but they're they're light up top. Like I think they're short on on firepower up there, and they've got to put Dylan inside. Barry Riley's going to get you five or six points anyway. If you put Dylan inside, who's going to win the ball in the middle of the field? That's what Park Faulkner can yeah, do. Terry Riley w- wasn't playing the last day. Like Faulkner's been kind of flying the flag himself there in the middle of the field. That's why they brought Dylan out there. Um, Philly Kenley's been playing really well, but 
you know, he stands out so much because he's got such pace and running ability, and that's something Kingsford are lacking. Like, he, like I love King, I love Kingsford. I love I love watching Kingsford because <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm noticing a trend here, Paul. Every team that you're about to say <laughs> that 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 well, they're not going to win. You tell how much you love them. No, and but you I do want to see them win. I do like Kingsford. I really like them because they're a proper. So you don't like Castlehan. No, I hate Castlehan. <laughs> <laughs> no, of course they do. But I, um, I think they're a proper championship team. Like, like. As Paul Grady said, I always go back to that. It was a really, he really summed it up, and he said, "When you have Kingsford beaten, you have a, you have a good day's work done." But I just don't think they have the personnel to win it this year. I should also say, like I forgot to mention James Farley as well. Like, like you know, they're quality. They're quality up up to number eight. But they're missing. We'll say Barry Tully. That's a huge loss mm-hmm. there, a wing back for them. Like, like he was a sort of tidy, accomplished ball player on the wing that they that they are lacking now. Whereas a lot of the wing players now are the younger lads that are coming on, and good club minors and all that but a few of them haven't played much county minor football and things like that and so the, you know it's going to take them that bit longer to settle in at senior level so you know I, I, pick a combined 15 of Castran and Kingsford and you probably would get 7 Kingsford or 8 Kingsford lads into it you'd tighten it I don't think so I th- well like, let's say th- Farley would have to make it for definite okay. um, Faulkner makes it yeah, Barry Riley makes it 3 Joe Dillon makes it 4 uh, Toasty makes it. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, maybe, maybe instead of him in the half back line for Castlehan, instead of Ocean Kiernan. No, not instead, instead of, of Paul Lukey. No. So where does he make instead it? Instead of the Flanagan, no. But I, I'd put in the Flanagan to forwards and put Ocean. I don't, I don't, no, no, no. We're not, we're not juggling around positions here. Look, I think if, if Toasty, the, um, okay, we'll even if we give you Toasty. That's five. That's five. Um, there, see, you're, you're pausing too long. No, 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 no struggling sorry, no, to think. I'm just trying Philip to think. Philip Tinley. Oh, Philip Tinley would make it. Yeah. Well, well, Probably ahead of Toasty for that team. I think Toasty's the type of player that would fit in well in Castoran because they don't have that many, that many of that players. They're six. I said seven or eight. Let me get one more. Um, <laughs> you're clutching. You're badly clutching. I'm not. I'm forgetting some good players here. Yeah. I they didn't have the team sheet in front of me. <laughs> Um, you see now I'm sorry yeah, maybe I am clutching yeah you're clutching you're clutching look Casaran to win <laughs> we went a long way around <laughs> to get that out of you so we did we'll try and go a more direct go, you're going Casaran too I'm going Casaran yeah I, 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 I had that written are we going to give our margin go. sorry so I wasn't planning on because we're, we've we've run into 16 minutes and we've only two games covered okay so. well we're only taking an extra 10 seconds I'll go back to the last game I'm going to go Lavi to win that game by 3 points and I'm going to go for, for Casaran to win this game by 3 points as well I'll go Lavi to win by I'm going to say two points and I'll go Castleran to win by seven He's confident lads He's confident. I am I'm very confident Go on Now we're going to, we're going to streamline these because we're, we're going to run out of time here Gowan against Calvin Gales in Lacken just, just play the, the preview we played for this game two weeks ago <laughs> <laughs> no, but Actually, actually that would be the lazy way to do it because well obviously it would be but uh, the Gales are, are not decide to wear two weeks ago in, in terms of personnel because Sean Johnson went off in the warm up with a bad ankle injury the last day it looks like I'd be surprised if he's fit Kevin Meehan was hospitalised after getting a wrap in the back and I, Kevin might be fit but I, it remains to be seen and Niall yeah. Murray could be touch and go as well now you could ask you could ask 100 people down, down the town to name, to name the three most important Gales players and I reckon an awful lot of them would say those three fellas um, Murray, Meehan, and and Johnston. So mm. I yeah. I would say those three are the three most important Gales players. So you know that's going to ch- that's going to change things around. And the other side of things, Gown I think are getting a bit stronger. They've they've got Conor Madden back now a couple of weeks, and 
um, you'd imagine he'd be in line to start. And they've also, you told me David Phillips is back in the reckoning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that makes it interesting. It makes it makes it really interesting. I I think the I think the odds are wrong. I think Ireland ninety two is too big in this game. It's crazy. I mean, they drew with them ten days ago, and and then to show it wasn't a fluke, they went out and drew a rammer. Yeah. So like, yeah. Ireland are unbeaten in this championship. To go in at ninety two. It, it, it's mad it's absolutely crazy and, and I, I literally think somebody in Paddy Powers is taking the, the mick out of them because they're, I, I think above all weeks I was, I was working out last night because we were, we were looking at these if you backed Lavi Castlerahan Gauna and Crush Law it's something like 92 to 1 you know stranger it, things have happened like, that's not beyond the realm of possibility yeah. and I'm not a betting man but I've my mortgage on that <laughs> <laughs> I, don't th- I don't think the quarterfinals are as tight as they were last year to be honest uh, last year I, I th- last year I backed, backed four draws if you remember in the quarterfinals and I got the first two of them up that's I, right. was, I went for I went for um, your man in the race and post calls at a fist spitter <laughs> these big bets and if they come in you walk into work on them in the morning and you spit at your <laughs> boss and walk out the door but uh, uh I went for that with the four draws last year, and there were two draws. I don't think we could see two draws this again now. I think we're, I think we're going to see uh, upsets. Yeah, upsets with the bookies odds. I wouldn't. Well, to be upset with the bookies odds, would you? Would you bet against a, a draw with Lacken and Lavi? Would you bet against a draw with Castlerahan and Cavan? No, or, or, or actually, you wouldn't not. bet against the draw. No. I, I think last year's quarterfinals, and I can't remember who could who, Hill could Hill drew with Garna. That was one. Yeah. Uh, Who did Cavan get? Cavan gets played Crush Law. Yeah, that was so. Uh, that was actually could have been a draw, actually. Yeah. Cavan gets Crush Law. The, the other one was was La Castle, Lavi lost the Rammer. Aye, that's right. And Castle Rahan. Castle Rahan was a beat. No, Kingscourt beat Castle Rahan, wasn't it? Kingscourt got to the semi final last year. I'm not sure. Castle Rahan were in the final. Oh yeah, I'm saying. <laughs> Sorry. So it was Gales by Crush Law. Lavi were beaten by Hill in the replay. Lavi okay. were beaten by Rammer. By Rammer. Castleran beat Rammer in the semi and the Gales beat. I but who who did no, who did Castleran beat in the quarter? In the semi. Who did Castleran beat in the quarter final? It's the only question. Somebody will have to get involved That's on Twitter to us. That's, That's what we don't know. Yeah. You think we'd have a research done? You think we would? You, you, you know, you, we're making it sound like we just come in here and turn on the mics <laughs> and start talking. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, so far from the truth. Um, I'm going to go... I'm, so give us your prediction. Gauna. Gauna or I can Calvin predict Gales. Calvin Gales. By what? You know... That's the question. Like, I, I can't see them doing a number on... <laughs> it is the question. <laughs> I can't see them doing a number on Garner. I, th- I think it'll be tight. I think they'll, they'll probably win it by by about uh, four points. Four points. I I have Cavan Gales plus two. And I, I actually wrote down one and I've scribbled over it and, and, and changed it to two points. I, I I think that they'll just, just get over the line here. But for me, even as, if, if I was looking at that as a Garner man... And you're beaten by the Gales in a quarter final by two points at this stage. I'd be walking away with a slight smile on my face that our day will come. Stop the Gales getting goals. It's so last year when they won, they won the championship, almost every game they got a, they got a goal with their first or second score. Yeah. There was games there where they were getting early goals, and they did it this year. They haven't been doing that, and then they did it against um, 
Lacking at the weekend. Lacking at the weekend. Two goals inside the seven or eight minutes, up. wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, got the confidence up and ran away with it. Whereas Killigary put them on the back foot and they got a goal from the first attack. Was it you or was it somebody else was telling me Gauna aren't conceding They're goals? They've only conceded two goals in the group. In the, in the group. So, like, the funny thing is that the, the new players on the Gauna side, the, the young players that we know about, like the, say like Keen Maddens and Robbie Fitzpatrick's and Conor Brady even if he's a back but he's an attacking back and Oshin Pearson, they're nearly all attacking players but yet it's they're not li- lighting up on the scoreboard, it's the defence that's been doing very yeah, well. Ryan Madden is another player I'm hearing is doing very well too so it's, uh, yeah, he's always been a good player. Yeah um, so final game then in the Hotel Kilmore Senior Championship is Crushla against Rammer uh, it's in Den on Sunday evening I think is it 5 o'clock is it? Yeah, 5 o'clock yeah. Yeah, I think uh, I, I've backed Crush off for the championship at twenty to one. Um, just get that in there again. <laughs> <laughs> You're in top form, so yeah. Yeah, yeah. and you know one man, one man who could hurt Crushlaw is Edo Cole, um, because he's a big, seasoned, strong, physical target man. And I think Edo picked up another knock last week, second time he's got injured. But my sources say um, he's going to be okay. He's going to be okay. Yeah. All right. Okay, well, um, Crushla last week, the shooting was horrendous, as we talked about earlier on in the week in the paid podcast. Um, they've got to improve their, their shooting. I think they will. Pierre Smith was electric the last day. I was talking to a Mead man. Wasn't that his first game? Yeah, I think so. His first start. First start. He, he came on against Balignan got a couple of points. I was talking to a Mead man who went to watch the game because he, he has friends in, in Kingscourt, and he picked out Pierre Smith. He thought he was brilliant. Right. And he was saying like who, He was asking me about the, what the, He gave his number And I said whatever Pierce Swearing 8 I think He was like oh he was He was like really impressed with him mm. So it's interesting to get An outsider's point of view as well Because we're We know all these players so well That you sometimes yeah. expect more Like But uh, Darren McFeedy was quiet too I think he might Might have had a flu Or an injury or something Because he um, He had his quietest game I've seen him in a long time And like, I could see him Ripping it up this weekend mm. um, But look It's it's uh, All that said McEnroe was back got the game under his belt last week Barkey the same that's go- all going to help Rammer they are getting players back Simon Cadden's playing great football um, Liam Brady's kicking he's kicking his ball striking has been excellent the goalkeeper come up, he's coming up getting 45s and things like that Rammer have an awful lot going for him and they could make a statement this weekend they could squash crush the this weekend um, but again I think <sighs> look the wallet is ruling ahead here I'm going to give the nod to crush by a point I've it already written down for myself Crush law by a point. Whoa. I just I, I I have the the sneaky feeling that they have momentum while they're getting stronger. It's it's only one player that's that's at, well. Sorry, Patrick Riley makes it two. That they've two players back now that they hadn't earlier on. But for me, Rammer, Damian Barkey is coming back or back. James Macklem's coming back or back. James Brady's coming back or back. Colin McGuire's coming back or back. Like there's so many changes to the Rammer team. It's just can they all click together again as a team? Having been out for so long is is my question on it. There's no doubt in the quality in Rammer, yeah. but I just think Crucial are a little bit more settled, and I I I personally think that they lay uh, that they'll have a lot of pace. They'll they'll cause Rammer a lot of trouble. Um, now again, I've I've said that to I think it was on the radio earlier on. This one for me is is the fifty fifty game. You know, yeah, it, close game. It but is very close. If, that, if you think it's fifty fifty, you got to back Crush Lad or eleven to four. Yeah. back to value. That's exactly it. So we 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 both reckon there. 
probably backing the value on it, but that crush Lowell win by a point. So yeah. that's our that's our Hotel Kilmore Senior Championship preview for uh, the podcast. Kieran Callahan Electrical Limited has been providing a quality service to the industrial, commercial, and domestic sectors nationwide since 1996. Reduce your business's energy bill with our energy audit. Or if you need any electrical works carried out, why not contact Kieran Callahan Electrical on 049 433 0111. Brady's Arva Limited, main dealers for Volkswagen cars and commercial vehicles, have been serving the needs of the motoring community in Cavan, Longford, Leitrim, Monaghan, Mead and the surrounding counties for over 50 years. A family-owned and family-run business, Brady's are famous for their long association with the GAA. If you're looking for a new or used car or commercial vehicle, check out Brady's Arva Limited. They provide an unrivaled sales and after-sales service and are open six days a week. Brady's Arva Limited. Get on the winning team today. See www.bradysarva.ie for more details. Moving on to the intermediate uh, preview, we'll start off with Mullahorn against Beltor, but I'll let you go solo on this one. Yeah, um, we're going to fall out here. <laughs> go for it. No, I, I do fancy Beltorbet here. I think um, I think Mullahorn, we really are going to fall out. I think Mullahorn's they've lost a form a wee bit since since the league. That they were going motoring really well in the league, and I just would like to have seen a wee bit more out of them. Um, probably could have ran up a bigger score against Swad. I thought from looking in from the outside, it wasn't at the game, but just from what I heard. I know that there's players coming back, but I think that Piltorbert have been impressed the way they've, they've kept at it all season, even though they've had a few injuries and things themselves. And uh, just the part, they seem to have that little bit of firepower there with Don McDonnell and Finn O'Reilly. These young lads have, have stepped up this year again. Colin McGinley's playing well again. Enda Henry's knocking over his freeze. And McGuigan there's a good target man. Um, I don't need to be much in it, but like, I mean. I know Mullahorn have have Cormac Riley suspended. Um, maybe Paul Brady will be back, or Duffer O'Reilly will be back. Um, if Duffer's, Duffer's back and his his eye is in, like he's he could get you eight, nine, ten points, especially from freeze. Um, but I'm going to go for Bathorpe by a point. Sorry, David. Very good. Don't be sorry at all. I just couldn't uh, snip that bit out and, and, <laughs> and play it in the dressing room before the game. So um, I, I'm happy enough to, to, to use that as motivation. And, and then and then put up on Twitter, what do you think of that? <laughs> um, moving on then to Lara against Bailiborough. Speaking of, what do you think about that? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, again, it's, it's, it's probably going to be tight. And I think Bailiborough... Um, Again, are quite a tough team to beat. Now that they've got their players back, like Michael Argue's back playing in great form. Uh, Rory Farrell there is a great free taker. I I Calvin Daly's back. Did I hear as well in the back line? Yeah, another addition. Now, I don't mm. know when Michael or is Alan Mara going to be back in the fold with them as well. Alan will be home. We should have can't asked play. him that. Sure, he can't. He played in New York Championship. Yeah, but maybe it was a maybe it was one of those temporary transfers. He was there for six months. I'd imagine it was a. Yeah, well, like Park Moore would have played in that, no? No, he didn't play. Oh, Park Moore play. didn't play over there. All right, okay. No. All right. But what about fellas who go over for the summer? If they play championship, they can't come back and play championship. They Larry can. If, like that, if, no? there's, if there's a sanction, 
they can, but not New York anymore. That's why most of them are going to Boston and Chicago and that. Ah, right. New York, I think you can only play one player that's not a, a, a full-time player gotcha, over there. So can't play. I don't think so now. Maybe I'm wrong. Lara have been the form team. I should have asked him that when I was talking to him earlier. <laughs> Do you know, Lara, Lara have been... Have been uh, you know, they're, they're beating all around them. Mm. They're running up great scores. But uh, I, I, this is going to sound stupid, but you nearly it's so hard to keep that level of performance up that you'd nearly like to see a bit of a tapering off and then come back up for when it's needed. You know, whereas they just have kept their foot to the pedal all the way. They won that Ulster League. They were brilliant in, in the All-County League. Can I just point out the fact that you're saying that you what you'd like to see to... to, to Indicate better form for Lara is is a wee dip to come back up. No, no. But I'm not you that. said a minute ago that Mullerhorn were were going great in the league. They've dipped now, and that's why you're dipping Beltorbet. No, just to, I'm just pointing out the contradiction. That's all I'm. You know, I knew you wouldn't like that prediction. Um, <laughs> no, I'm just saying. I, I'm just saying. Sometimes you see a team that steamrolls everyone, and then uh, you know every team is going to have a dip at some stage. Like mm. every, even Dublin have a dip at some stage, yeah. and if you haven't had a bit of a dip somewhere along the line, there's always a question in the back of your head: What happens if our level of performance drops a wee bit, and suddenly we're knockout football, and there's no there's no uh, safety net? But I, I still think it would be a massive upset if really were, were to win. I think last year Shercock knocked out Lara, but they got a bit of the rub of the green. They got a couple of penalties. I think um, it'd be a massive upset if really were to be to be Lara this again. Could happen, but I I, want, I fancy Lara. Bye. Uh, look, if they click, I think they'll win it by five points. Okay, I, I'm going to say Lara will win it by two points because I I do think that where Lara may struggle a wee bit with, with Bailey is make argue firstly, and that their their backs, some of their backs are, are have a tendency to foul. And if you foul Bailey Borough, Rory Farrell will kick over every single time, you know. So I, 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 I think that Lara will still have enough. I think they've, they've so much athleticism that I don't know if, if, if Bailey were going to be physically fit enough to stay with them for the entire game. But you I think like Lee Riley there and uh, players like that, like the great running ability in them, like Horrock Riley, Jack McKenna, yeah. Owen Cooney. There's so they've much got a lot, like, They've got a lot. And they've got pace as well. Yeah, like. and they also have a great foil there in Paddy Rodden. He's a different mm. type of player, and it's good to have a different, be able to mix it up. Big, strong, physical target man. Yeah, I can score as well. Yeah, yeah no, Lara, Lara look good there. Arva against Butler's Bridge in Templeport. I just was looking on some of the forums there, Hogan Stan and all that, and I saw a few people saying that they think this game's going to be very tight. I can't see it. I know Arva are missing Colin Shorten at the minute, um, but from what I've seen of, of Arva, I, I think they're they're caught above the bridge. Um, I think I think they'll win this game with a few points to spare. They've got the the big championship match know-how as well, and they've, they've got plenty of leaders in in their side. I think Lara will win this game, or Arva will win this game with. They could win this game with. Six or seven points to spare, I reckon. I'll put down six just to to give you. Okay, watch that. We'll, we'll decide after. Okay. <laughs> I uh, I I I agree with with a lot of what you're saying. The only Achilles for me is in order for Arva to stop Quivin O'Reilly, I think they have to sacrifice Kieran Brady. I don't know if there's anybody else that will mark him, or either that a system, as in. Our, our two players are going to have to pick up Quivine. Um and and that's that's where the only worry is for me that 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 
Butler's Bridge may cause them some problems. You cannot, for, for Butler's Bridge, for me, you can't overemphasize the fact that Lurkin Mulvey is a massive loss to them, where he brought your Paddy Rudden sort of esque that it, it was something different in the mould of Butler's Bridge. Lurkin Mulvey brought that. He's gone, and then you take out Fergal Flanagan from the mix as well. Yeah. And you're looking at, you know, two of the three best players mm. in the club, not, or well, yeah, hard to know Johnny Leddy's probably up there or, or a few boys like that, but you know, definitely two two real quality players missing. Yeah. So for me that's why I'd give Arva the nod on it. But it'll be it'll be interesting to see how Fergal de Gunner and, and, and Finbar Riley deal with Quivin and see how they can curtail him. But having said that, after Drumgoon beating Butler's Bridge last week and you can only predict these things on form, it'd be impossible to say that Butler's Bridge will win it. You know, so for yeah. me it'll be it'll be an Arva win by a couple of points, I'd say anyway. Uh final game is Kuhullens against Killeshandra and it's in Kinelec. I'm going to this game actually. Um this will be this will be my third time watching Kuhullens. Um I like Kuhullens. <laughs> <laughs> no. So, so you're back in Kilishandra. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think Kuhullens are gonna win this. Kilishandra have done well to pull out two big wins there against Cornfane and and Red Hills, but uh I think Cullens should have too much about them to win this one. But again, like you wouldn't drop dead a shock if Kilishander pulled it off. If Cullens just just misfired up front and uh, and uh, Kilishander made a three in a row, like the, you know the, the the line of form is there. They are improving. There two good wins, but I still think I still think Cullens. You know they've just too many options up front. They've about five players who 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 can kick plenty of scores on their day and. Mm. You know, it's hard to imagine all five of them having an off day. Keating didn't play the last day, they still beat Bally Hayes, so I think Hollands will win it. By um I think Hollands could potentially win the game by six points. I uh I, I think Hollands will win it by, by three on this one. Um but where I think Hollands will struggle a little bit is what Kilishandra bring on the attack is is direct running at your backs and I think it'll be just interesting to see how the Cuhullins backs deal with the likes of T- Tomas Riley coming, Thomas Riley coming running at them. Great ball Daniel, Yeah, Daniel Luby coming running at them. You know, and 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 they move at speed and they're powerful. You don't just put a hand on them and put them out of their pad. You've got to throw your body in front of them boys to stop them. And even that sometimes doesn't stop them, as Corner Fan found out. Yeah. So for me. It's it's not going to be easy for Cuhullins on this one. I, I think that the winning and losing of this game is the middle of the field. Whoever wins the majority of ball in the middle of the field for me will win it because I think they both have the forwards that can do damage to the opposing backs. But um, on that prediction, I think that Cuhullins might just have a wee bit more in the middle of the field. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think they probably will because they've got... Like you take around that middle section, so you've got Brian McGee and Adrian Tate in the mm-hmm. middle of the field. Like no disrespect to the lads, they're not speed merchants, but they're they're good operators. Like they're brilliant midfielders ah, they're, for this level. Oh, stop! Fantastic midfielders. Like and then you're struggling. And you might, you might be able to throw in Eugene Keaton if you're struggling around the middle of the field. <laughs> like, I know, as yeah. if you could be. Yeah. Well, like Tate and McGee get through serious work and get scores, but also also Connor Smith drops deep a lot and he takes ball off the half backs and even off the, off the full back line at time. Where's Flanagan playing for them? Seen at midfield. Flanagan's around the middle of the field as well, yeah. Big men. Yeah, yeah. You know. And yeah. Donna Cadon is there, a wing back, and he's been playing very well. Yeah. Um, 
you know, Chris Tully there wing back as well. They, they have a bit of power there. Like, mm. um, I think, I think, uh, yeah. will win that. Yeah, very good, very good. Well, folks, that brings us to the end of this week's McAvoy Super Value GEA podcast. I want to just mention, uh, uh, I suppose, wish good luck to Ashley Shorten the Cavan senior ladies footballer. I'm hoping to uh, do a wee bit of an interview with her because. And uh, I think it's around the 20th of September. She's heading down to, is it Pert, the Western Bulldogs? I think so. So she's heading down there for a, a, a 10 day trial Brilliant. for Ladies uh, Aussie Rules, which is a phenomenal achievement in itself. Hopefully she does get to, to make it down there. But even just to be invited down for a trial Class. is, is a, a wonderful achievement. So best of luck to Ashley Shorten, and hopefully we can get her in on the podcast maybe next week. Um, for those who haven't already subscribed and, and for those who have subscribed, um, we want to just bring your attention to a wee competition we're going to be running. So anybody who subscribes between now and Sunday to the Die Hards podcast on patreon.com forward slash we are Calvin will be entered into a draw for an Ulster final 1997 programme. So uh, we'll do the draw on Sunday evening at nine o'clock. So Live on video, no messing. Yeah, exactly, exactly. There'll be no, there'll be no uh, hiding behind this. It'll be open and honest. Um, but yeah, so it's, it's uh, a wonderful prize, I suppose, for Calvin supporters it's the last uh, super positive memory that we have to hold on to the last silverware that we have to hold on to at senior level so uh, a token from that day is the is the programme and you can win that by subscribing to the We Are Cavan Die Hearts podcast on patreon.com forward slash We Are Cavan we are throwing out a, an additional podcast this week on the on Patreon where we catch up with Alan O'Mara who won the senior championship in Long sorry with Longford in in New York um, so I caught up with him and he, he fills us in on what it's like to, to win a championship over there and fill us in on a wee bit of football we have Terence Reynolds the uh, Kildallan manager who gives us a preview of the College Craft Bakery Junior Championship semi-final and myself and Paul sit through uh, another preview of that championship as well so don't forget to subscribe to us on patreon.com thanks for listening to the McAvoy Supervalue GA podcast and tune in next week remember it's always going to be free this one so you don't have to worry for the real Calvin lads out there yes it was great yes it was great yes it was great stuff and Larry has put it over the bar it was hard fast football after that you're in Calvin yeah. was there a feeling that that might have been a chance for Calvin to get come back into the big time and then the cave and it's over the lap and Calvin are not buried yet have them doing all they could to hold their lead to Derek McDonald what a goal Farmers walking the roads near Virginia. Hurrah, yeah, hurrah, yeah. <laughs>